All right, it's time for the Right Hook Health Checkup. I'm joined, of course, by regular doctor, GP Dr. Kira Kelly. If you have questions, do send them in to 53106 for 30 cents. If you want the serious answer, address them to Kira. If you want a more sensible answer, address them to me. Uh, Kira Kelly, doctor, welcome to the program. Thank you, George. Apparently, the rise in ambulance calls on a Monday night now after 6 (laughs) o'clock as a result of your advice is going through the roof. I'll get a call from Simon Harris. Right. There's a couple. There are certain things that seem to be happening to everybody all the time, right, Mm -hmm. based on every week. So therefore, should we worry about it? Like chronic itchiness in my lower legs. Could be stress. Could be something more sinister. 32-year-old smoker. Uh, Um, Not sinister. Well, no, probably not sinister, but I'll, I'll park that for one second. Definitely not stress. Stress doesn't give you itchy shins. Do you know what I mean? For that part of your body, it's a common area for itch because people's lower legs get quite dry. And if you probably looked at the skin on your own legs, George, it, it's quite dry skin. It's often not exfoliated very my regularly. Mother, my mother thought I had lovely skin. Did she? Yes. Well, you do have quite remarkable skin, if I may no, say but so. The, I, I'm glad you mentioned what you mentioned. Rather yeah, it's, than... it's often dry, okay? And it doesn't get enough sunshine. It does, You know, all that kind of stuff. So moisturising is, is important to the lower legs. What I will say about this is, you're saying it's nothing sinister. The only other thing that would worry me in this person at all, and it's not a worry, but it's, it's something they should take on board, is they're a smoker and your circulation gets worse when you're a smoker. Do you know, the more I listen to you... The more you, you are impressed, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, the yeah. more I'm impressed. Smoke, I, in fact, all would describe my, my I, I like all, shock and all. Um, smokers have poor circulation. And if this person has been smoking and may well be smoking since their teens, they could have 15 or nearly 20 years of smoking under their belt. Their circulation is becoming affected. Poor circulation results in dry skin. And varicose veins. And all of those problems with your vascular system. So what yeah. I would say is, whilst this may be plain, ordinary dry skin on the shins, like lots of people have, is wake up call, 32-year-old smoker, stop Smoking, you're damaging your health. Yeah. It has a 50-50 chance of killing you. Stop. But I told you last week, my mother used to use Nivea 60 years ago. I use Nivea on my legs. Now, I have to do it because the circulation yeah. problem is called by varicose veins. Yeah. Who's our varicose vein man? Sean O'Neill, very Sean good man. Sean O'Neill, yeah. So if this smoker, he doesn't say, but if he has varicose veins, he should be trying somebody like Sean O'Neill and saying, will you laser them out or whatever? First up, he should bloody stop smoking. Or smoke and put the old Nivea on. Yeah, this exactly. Nivea soft Mo- comes in the Moisturise those yeah. legs. Moisturise right. them and right. stop smoking. Now, why are all these people, why have they all got another problem that comes on all the time? Why have they all now suddenly got bad noses? It's dry and blocked constantly. He's tried con- decongestants, sinus washes, nasal sprays, topical creams. He's tried everything. Um, we do get a huge... It's really hard to breathe, by the way. We get a huge battery of these things, don't we? Every week, people who have sinus congestion, bleeding yeah. noses, sore noses, blocked noses, all that kind of stuff. Um, we are in the pollen season, and that makes all of these symptoms worse because huge oh, yeah. numbers of Irish people suffer from allergic rhinitis, which is where your nose is sensitive to... Ah, it can be all sorts of stuff, but pollen is certainly up there, but also dust, cigarette smoke, loads of environmental stuff. Um, what should he do? Well, for a start, I would suggest sticking a bit of Vaseline up your nose because it does two things. One is it helps if your nose... You know, if your lips are chapped and you put a bit of Vaseline on them, that helps. Same thing if the inside of your nose is chapped, it'll help with that. But the other thing that Vaseline does is it acts as a kind of a catch-all 
for allergens. So if you stuff a bit of Vaseline up your nose and you're inhaling pollen and stuff, rather than the pollen landing on your nasal mucosa, which is the lining of the inside of your nose, it lands on the Vaseline and that kind of protects you. So that's a good thing to but, do. All right, but to give you an idea, this nose thing, there's another fellow's 45, well, he hasn't, it could be a she, uh, when I lean forward, a clear fluid leaks from my nose. What the hell is that all about? Well, I, I hope that it is just, you know, runny snot is what I hope it is, that it's mucus so from his nose. I hope he doesn't have something no. connect, connecting to the fluid around his brain, but we're going to presume it's just from oh, his God, nose. No, no, we're look, there you are again. We're going to presume it's from his nose, George, but it's the same okay. thing. It's an allergic sort of okay. reaction. It's allergic rhinitis. Stick the Vaseline up. Don't use decongestants. I'm going to name them. Don't use um, Sudafed and all those things. They're grand to use for one or two days. After that, if you use those type of decongestants on a regular basis, they cause rebound congestion. So you, you start using them and you use them for a prolonged period of time, then you stop and you're worse off than when you started. So don't use those. Um, if so you're, you're not worried about the stuff. It's not leaking from his brain. Like the ambulance service has, is now at this stage resounding with phone calls from fellas with leaky noses thinking it's, their brain is leaking out their nose. Ah, look, seriously, you've got to cop on. <laughs> like this. No, hold on, you've got to cop on. We have to try and do a catch-all here going everywhere from this is dangerous, this is unsafe, to this is probably grand. We're not able to see these people right. or examine the them. We have to be responsible, right. George. Fe- I'm very responsible. I know, but then I'm saying it's probably not that. But we haven't got enough ambulances to cater for you in the country. Now, leaning over, the, 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 the snotty stuff comes out. But another fella, and, and listen, I'm using fella in a multi-gender way, so don't be getting excited. Uh, oh no! Yeah, yeah. Now they specifically said ask you about this. Right? <laughs> you don't want your input. Another one bending over, right? Uh, the back of my head hurts, and then the, when I hold my nose to unblock my ears, the pain in my head is awful. I no, s- I do this in the aeroplane. We all do yeah, this. Yeah, and in it the doesn't aer- necessarily hurt your head. No. I think this person needs their blood pressure taken, to be honest. When you bend down and you squash the vascular system in the lower half of your body, you raise your intrathoracic pressure and your intracranial pressure. And if your blood pressure is high, that could be painful. Um, this person needs to go and have a checkup and have their blood pressure checked. We've lots of people often ringing okay. into us about, and we think it's, it's low okay. blood pressure. I suspect this person may have high blood pressure. Okay. But you don't need to call an ambulance. You can just We're not calling an ambulance. Go GP. along and get your blood pressure checked. All right. More noses. I've had little sores on my nose for a few months that won't heal up. Any ideas? Now, you better come up with a smart answer for this. The old Vaseline won't, won't no, answer won't. this one. Um, it could be that this person has cold sores in their nose. And people do. Get, you know, people mostly get cold sores on their lips. But you yeah. can get them in your nose as well. And so Zavrax or actually get generic Zavarax, it's much cheaper. Um, those types of creams can help heal this if nothing else does. Or some people get chronic infections in their noses as well and they can get antibacterial nasal creams as well that will help heal this in a way that you're right, Vaseline won't. But this isn't sinister, as the man said. I wouldn't have thought so. It's not impossible, George. We're n- Listen, if you're going to ask me to categorically state that when someone gives us a one-liner into the right hook health check then I'm going to tell them there's nothing wrong with them, I can't do that because if I was to do that and then there was something wrong with them, we'd be grossly negligent. What we're saying is you could try this or this and if that doesn't work the same kind of codicil is there every single week go and see somebody about Although it. I, for 70 years I never worried about pollen and all this stuff and suddenly yeah. I'm sneezing my brain's out yeah. so it definitely is doing something. 
the pollen count has been very high the and last my number nose, of years. I, and my nose runs all the Yeah, time. me too. No, no, honestly, it, it, the pollen count has been very high for the last number of years. As to why it's affecting us more, I don't know. All right, okay. Now, I, this is serious. And I prefix this because with this question, there's no smart Alex. Okay. All right. Thirty-three-year-old uh, man. His stomach is currently tender to touch. Hurts when he coughs. Went to the toilet yesterday. Maroon, red blood, almost mucus-like. Okay. I read that question too when it came in and I really hope, and we might highlight this again at the end of the health check, that this guy is listening today. You need to see a doctor and you need to see a doctor today. You need to either go to your GP and get a referral into A&E or you may in fact need to present to A&E. If you're passing frank blood from anywhere, and this guy is obviously passing it from his back passage, that's very concerning. His bowel should not be bleeding. He says it's maroon coloured, which means it's dark. That means it's from higher up in his gut. It's not from low down. This is not hemorrhoids or something. This is something bleeding inside his gut relatively high and up. And he has pain yeah, and it's not as, touch. It's, yeah, it's not as high up as his stomach because in that case it's yeah. usually black because it's taken so long to travel through so it's usually black by that stage. This is somewhere mid-gut that's bleeding. As to why he's bleeding, I don't know but he's got blood and possibly mucus and he needs an urgent colonoscopy and he needs to be seen in hospital ASAP but, today, uh, really. The only point I would say to you is being seen ASAP in hospital is difficult. Like ASAP and hospital don't normally appear in the same sentence. No. If this person presented to me in the surgery, what I would do is I'd do an examination of them, but I would be giving them a letter today yeah. to present to my local hospital unit, my MAU. I wouldn't be sending him to, to the emergency department because I try and avoid doing that where I can, but I'd be sending him to the medical assessment unit in Lachlanstown, which is my nearest hospital. That's what I'd be doing to get him seen today yeah. and in fairness to them they would list him for a colonoscopy this week in the next day or two there's something going on here the man is bleeding and he's bleeding from somewhere high up so this isn't as I say just hemorrhoids yeah. hemorrhoids are bright red blood no one ever describes them as maroon it's bright red alright I, I hope you're listening yeah, please go absolutely. to your GP today and if you don't have a GP and you're feeling unwell you should present yourself to your local hospital alright what about the fellow whose pain is right here comes and goes done for years he always feels very itchy He's been to a dock in the Iron Air and again, there's nothing wrong with him. Well, there's nothing wrong with him. Yeah, I don't, don't agree. Don't do I this. don't agree. If he's pain and itch in his ear, the problem is it's probably one of more like dermatitis than ENT. He's probably got dry, scaly skin in the canal of his ear. You know, the, you know when you look into the hole I'm in someone's ear. I'm an expert on yeah. this. Yeah, so he's got some. I've going. had itchy ears as long as I've had an itchy scrotum. It just goes with living. I How come we don't hear about your itchy ears, but we never ever stop hearing about your itchy scrotum then? Because it's itchier. Okay. You just prefer talking about no, your scrotum. No, it's, we it's know. more uncomfortable. We, you get none of this past it's us. It's more uncomfortable. Um, there are drops you can take. He went to the eye and ear. The eye and ear said he's okay. Yeah. Come on. Well, he is okay. This is not sinister, but it's a nuisance to him. There are creams and things he can use. And you know, let's give him a home remedy because he's, he's, okay. he's irritated. Get some, uh, get a scald. Apple cider vinegar. No, scald the inside of a jam jar so it's perfectly clean. Put cool boiled water into it, pinch of salt and put some olive oil into it. Shake them together so that they're not like separated. (laughs) Oh, so that it's an emulsion and squirt a bit of it into your ear. And that will do, uh, it'll do lovely, it'll moisturise your ear. Olive oil. 
and cool boiled water. And something else. Pinch of salt. Pinch of salt. M- shake the really? scalded jam jar to make an emulsion. Though. Your grandmother told you You about could do that. that or you could put plain old oil in. Olive oil, almond oil, coconut oil, doesn't really Orange. matter. Now, Unica is 59, female. She's got shingles. Now, it's near shingles on the face. God, that's tough. That's you unfortunate. Know? Yeah. Now, but it's nearly gone. Okay. But she's really worried. Is this a sign of something? I like, saw, yeah, she said, am I, am I in bad health or am I, am I stressed? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say you are because shingles generally, I don't mean no, bad, very bad health. I'm not, I don't want to worry poor Oluna. But shingles generally presents when you're a bit under the weather, when you're a bit under par, you're a bit run down. It often happens when you're working too hard or you're a bit stressed or you've got a sick relative just, yeah. or, 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 or you yourself have been unfortunate and had pneumonia recently or that kind of thing. So when you're at a low ebb, you know, physically, that's when shingles decides to, to you know, yeah. rear its ugly but head. But it's nearly gone, see. Well, I hope for a couple of things that she should be on medication for shingles to prevent herself from having lasting pain after the fact. Postherpetic neuralgia is one of the worst things about shingles where after the rash clears, and the rash is pretty horrible, people get pain in the same bit of skin that they had the rash on even after the rash is cleared. So she should be on medication to reduce her risk of that and she may need pain medication as well. Um, yeah, she might need a set of blood, see if she's a bit run down or whatever. Or I suspect from the way she worded the question that she knows herself she is a bit stressed or she is a bit All right. overwhelmed at the moment. And maybe she needs to have a think about that and maybe looking after herself, being a bit kinder to All right. herself. What about the fellow who was grinding his teeth all night? He had a mouth guard or something. But now he grinds them all day and his jaw actually locks. Yeah. Does that happen? Did you read the rest of that? He said his jaw actually locks and his breathing now is getting yeah. shallow and he's finding it hard to take a deep well, breath. Well, how would you if your jaw was locked? The man is suffering from anxiety. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you at all. The man is suffering... Anxiety does that? In, in, in extremis it does. When, you, when you're very tense it does. Yeah. So he's grinding his teeth all day. He's now grinding them and he's finding it hard to breathe and he's all, all over the place. He's a bit panic stricken I would suggest. What needs to be treated here is his anxiety. I would suggest he needs to go and see his GP. Um, the doctor told him I suffer from anxiety but didn't say anything about the breathing. Once you treat the anxiety, the breathing will sort yeah. itself out. Okay, But he's been grinding his teeth at night forever. Yeah, he's, He actually has a bite guard. Well, he's probably always suffered from anxiety, but his anxiety needs to be addressed. Yeah, but hold a while now. You know, you can when, when things come in here and somebody, somebody has a visible kind of an illness, yeah, you, yeah. You, I mean, I disagree with you sometimes, but, but you can do something about it. Yeah. Anxiety is the hardest thing possible to fix. Isn't that so? <laughs> it's very hard to fix. <laughs> there are other things that are pretty hard to fix. I know, too. but you know what I mean? Anxiety can be, but, but I do think that we have to put this message out here, George. And, and you have had anxiety in, 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 yeah. in the past, and, and so have I, and so is everybody. Anxiety is as part of the human condition at times, right. isn't it? Um, but here's the thing. You have to say to people, it doesn't have to be like this. There are solutions. And some of them are talking therapies and some of them, for some people, they may need medication, but I wouldn't be leaping to that. Things like cognitive behavioural therapy, CBT, it works for people. It's good for anxiety. No, but what works for one does not work. That's True. the one thing we've for learned. Some pe- but there are other things that work for people too, like exercise, particularly for males, I think, yeah. is a really exercise good thing. Exercise is a really good thing. Really good thing for anxiety in males. And yeah. males don't always respond. And don't take pills. I don't like you saying don't take pills because for some people the solution has to be pills. But we are too pill friendly. Well, I, I'm not saying that we're not, but what I am saying is I, I wouldn't be leaping to pills straight off for sure. But I, I also think there are people out there, George, who we know when we talk to them and we try and treat them in other ways, they end up that they do need a pill. And I don't want to kind of 
rule out a pill for somebody who needs one. I think you have you have to have different strokes for different folks. But I do think particularly for men, and men often respond, in my experience, to pills a little bit differently than women, exercise is fundamental. Right. And it'll help you sleep better at night too. So it does a lot of different things to, your, okay. to your, your mental health. But I think this guy needs to look at his anxiety levels and they need to be treated and he needs to get on top of them and then the physical symptoms will to, sort. I mean, if his jaw is locked. Yeah, and, and then, then the physical it. symptoms, yeah, I would sure. imagine, will, will sort themselves out. He may also need, it's a kind of a side issue, but he may need a bit of physio to his cheek muscles as well if they're doing all, all sorts right. of funny things. Um, now, more sweating. What about all these people who are sweating at night? Although I'm very unhappy with this text. It says, my boyfriend suffers from night sweats. He soaks right through my duvet. They're clearly not married. At George. At George. <laughs> Would you stop? Honest to God. And then... When are you retiring? Another fella, 50, sweating in bed. Sheets are wet in the morning. What's causing all this sweating? Night sweats have a variety. There's a list of things that can cause night sweats. And they can be everything from nothing and bad luck to your duvet is too hot or whatever and it's a, you know, it's a warm and night. I was sweating last night because it was quite warm Yeah, so, so you can go everything from it. There's no medical cause to actually, it can be a sign of, there are weird things like occult affections, like, like TB gives you night sweats. Do you know what I mean? Now oh. I, no, 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 no. I'm not saying these people have TB. And what I'm saying is there's a rake of things that can cause night sweats, okay? I would suggest if you have night sweats and they're new onset and it's not to do with a heavy duvet, go and get yourself checked out. It could also be like the 50 year old man, for all we know, he has 10 pints and is obese and he gets into bed then and sweats like, a, a, you know, a, a buffalo all night. There are, could be a lot of things to uh, do. T- t- 10 pints before you go to bed is not to be recommended. Absolutely not or at any other time either. Although last night I was sweating, so I just threw the old duvet off and slept with a duvet. I don't want to think about that. No, but do you know what I mean? I do. The light duvet thing. Like we have, I have two duvets, one for summer and I one for winter. I have this image of you in my head now that I don't want to stop <laughs> All talking. Right. All right. Uh, if your questions for the Right Hook Health Checkup, if we haven't got to yours, we will. But send them, please, to 53106. But Moncon McGann, the travel expert, is now causing a crisis amongst listeners. And if the fellow went to Ladakh last July, he went up to 5,300 metres in the mountains on the advice of Moncon. And now he has tinnitus and it's driving him mad. Not possible? Possible? Uh, possible, actually. Because By going up to a high... The change in pressures, okay, at a higher altitude could be affecting his middle ear, which could be causing the tinnitus. He may need to go and see an ENT person, but you know what he may actually need? Tinnitus is pretty well incurable, I well, well, it, well, it is and it isn't. It depends, okay? He could have it for a specific reason. What, he would, what I would suggest this guy should try is a spray up his nose like an over-the-counter spray up his nose that would be a steroid spray to try and take the pressure off his eustachian tube to help drain any problems that might be in his middle but ear he really caused to be by honest, pressure changes. Go to a doctor. Yeah, well, because I, I, I think know people, good go friends of mine and not so good friends of mine have tinnitus, right? And it's never gone away. Yeah. And and I, I honestly, I cannot imagine what it must be like. This fellow says he's driving him mad. Yeah, no, it does I really drive could. Like to have ringing in your ears, which is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. If you were ringing in your ears 24-7, it would drive you mad. Oh, it drives people insane. Yeah. So we should go and see a doctor. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm taking Moncon McGann off the air immediately. Poor Moncon. Well, you don't know what he's. You don't know where he's sending people now who might come back with strange diseases. Yeah, well, there is that. Uh, Patrick Gagan's popping in to talk about Irish presidents. This week, it's Eamon de Valera, but 
Kira Kelly, who could be yet another female president of Ireland in a few years' time, will be back next Monday with the Right Hook Health Checkup. Your queries to 53106 by texts, and we'll deal with them.